Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Psych in the City. I'm the Psych, Heather Abel, and the city is Hollywood, California. I'm here today with two of my uh, dear clients and friends, Jinta and Bryant, and we are going to talk about life, and I'm going to uh, give you some insight into their lives because I've read them a few times before, as long as they let me. (laughs) So it's Bryant Knight and Jinta Lapina. Correct? Yes. Yeah, I got the names right? Yes. Perfect. All right. Awesome. So we're going to talk about everything that's going on with you guys. Um, so let's talk about, I want to I want to explain the first time I met Bryant. He came to my gate at my uh, other residence and I was shocked because he looked exactly like my cousin, Joel. Uh, very handsome, strikingly handsome. And, and, uh, but I don't feel like that about my cousin. So immediately there was not that connection of a sexual (laughs) thing. So I was like, thank God, because he's so fucking handsome, this guy. But I said, okay, I'll be able to read him because he looks like my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So, so that was out of the way. Thank God. Cause I think he's probably the most handsome guy who's ever walked through my door. No, no, no. Probably the most handsome guy who's ever walked through my door. But my my cousin's a complete asshole. Bryant is his complete sweetheart, but not the kind of sweetheart that's a pushover. It's like he's he's a great fucking guy. I mean, he's he's and and then and then I I think I predicted you meeting this incredible woman next to you. you definitely sort of did me through it. Yeah, right. You know, we, we we talked about so much on the first session. Right. You I'm know. gonna hear about it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Hear Can we about hear about it? Yes. For sure. So, so I, I just, I wanted so desperately for him to receive great love because he's like this incredible guy. Uh, and he did. And her name is Jinta and she's this incredible supermodel who is like just as sweet and incredible as well. So you guys are just like, I mean, I'm gushing, but you're, you're like this awesome couple and and I adore you. Thank you you so much. And how crazy world is that I'm from Latvia and Brian is from California. And then we like connect and meet in this world and willing to spend the rest of our lives together, you know, we're engaged now. So, oh my God, wait, did I know this? Yes, I think so. No. Oh, yes, 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 I did. So beautiful. I love that. Thank I you. I love that. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so it's pretty amazing how different parts of the world, and then like we meet here, and now we live in California and are engaged. So it's mind blowing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, what did we do to manifest Jenta? <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> That was interesting because, you know, obviously at the time when I had met Ginta, I was just, you know, dating and stuff like that. And when I had actually, it was our second session when I brought up Ginta Mm -hmm. because we had like the first session that we had together. We just, it was kind of like almost like a discovery session, right? We just like kind of went through a lot of stuff. And I think you kind of went through just different things that you felt going on in my life. And we were able to like, I feel like dig deep and discover a lot of things. And then the second session was almost like I had questions and was going through life and like almost like a follow-up. And obviously 
relationships are always a big, big thing in everyone's life. Right. And meeting Ginta and also kind of at the time I was just like, you know, talking to a few other people. Um, you and mean girls. Girls. <laughs> girls. Don't exist anymore. Girls. They don't exist anymore. And when I explained, you know, who I was talking to, the energy that you felt with Ginta was like, oh, she feels like very like sincere, really good energy, like all the things that were just really appealed to me in a woman uh-huh. and I was attracted to. And it was like this, like, okay, reinforced that I needed to go out to New York and, you know, get to know her some more. Cause I actually only had met her once and we, you know, spent some time together. It wasn't enough time to really get to know each other. Right. So you just kind of reinforce that by, you know, just channeling that or whatever you do. I mean, I went out to New York. We spent like, what, a whole weekend together? Like long weekend. Long yeah. weekends. It was like four days. And then it was just back and forth from New York for a year and a half and mm-hmm. we got engaged. She moved out to LA. I know that was a big decision. But and actually, if you go back to like how you visited Heather and like had the reading before you met me, actually, he wasn't even shy about it. And he told me pretty early on in our, when we start seeing each other, he's like, yeah, I have this amazing girl, Heather, that I'm going to in LA. And I asked her about you and it was kind of came to me as a shock. You know, that's the first reaction because we just start seeing each other. And I was like, oh, my God, I wonder what she was saying. She doesn't even know me. And like if he was seeing these other girls, how did the whole thing? I started having so many questions, you know, it was very interesting. But I love him about that, about his honesty, mm. that he just like put it out there and yes. said, I was like, wow, that's like amazing and like brave. And, you know, that he's seeking someone and he finds help in you. And, and I saw you, babe. I, I saw you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And look at my dog right now. She's such a little bitch, but she's all about Brian. She loves This Brian. is hilarious. She's just chilling. She's a, she's a little particular one. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was crazy. Um, that was definitely a very good session we had. And um, I brought her to LA. I love it. I love it. I mean, you guys are just so it's it's like there's this quote from Muhammad Ali. It is uh, service is the rent we pay for our time here on Earth. Something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And you guys are involved in a lot of charity work, a lot of help for others and, and things like that. And I think it's like our generation or you guys look younger than me, but are not as involved in, in such a world. It's, it's like, you're, you're pretty young to be so involved in all these charities and things. And I think that's something that it really resonated with me was, was your service to others. That's when you're closest to God. Uh, I say God or universe or whatever. And to me, that's just so fucking cool. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we always try to put ourselves in a position where we can, because we, you know, we're healthy, we're good, and like we we want the rest of the world to be the same. And like, I view people as equal, no matter what you do for a living or where you are at your point in your life. And it just breaks my heart if some people are less fortunate than others. And if we can help, then why not? You know, so that's why as well, I started my... Um, summer model camp back home in Latvia where I'm helping young girls to understand what means modeling. 
So I've done this for three summers already where I'm going back home and I'm mentoring these young girls for one week. We stay in this beautiful castle and uh, we have mentors coming in, teaching girls about how to eat, uh, how to exercise, how to basically take care of themselves. Because modeling, it's not just about pretty face. It's so much more than that. It's a lifestyle. And not just being a model, it's just general being a young girl in transition, becoming a woman. There's like this big gray area which is very hard i remember when i was like 16 to like 21 it's like very interesting age for a woman when you're developing a lot of times you have questions you were like even try to ask your, your parents or you can't even talk to your girlfriends about so we created this like mentor talks every morning at my camp where girls put their questions in big ball and then uh, me and like nutritionists we put pick, pick out one question by one and like we go through it because that way girls can communicate with us without even showing their face you know oh my god i love this thank you um so yeah i'm like really trying to help younger girls this is so good because a- <laughs> uh you know i was a model i always say a mediocre model i, I say not a supermodel a mediocre model <laughs> well you're so beautiful <laughs> i mean as a kid <laughs> and i went through so much trauma around it because you're a product but because I didn't have a support system. I didn't have anyone to help me. I didn't have anybody there to Mm -hmm. uh, make me feel confident. I didn't have anyone. You're being judged all the time. You're being judged. You're a product. And you didn't know who you can ask. And my weight issues uh, was very, very, very difficult for me because I'm naturally a little heavier and all this stuff. But um, I I didn't have parental supervision. I didn't Mm -hmm. have any of that stuff. So for you to say this is just like such a godsend. I mean, Mm -hmm. and, and then people are probably out there going, well, fuck the pretty girls. And I'm sure they don't have any problems. Well, you know what? It's a really tough industry and it's a really, it's really soul destroying is what I called it uh, at the time, which is terrible, but it kind of can be. Mm-hmm. So this is a beautiful thing that you're doing. Thank you so much. And mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely subject. There's so much to talk about. There's so many aspects to that. And I remember myself struggling with it because one thing is like they discover you, these agents discover you when you're like 14. We all are so pin skinny when we are 14, right. right? But then our bodies are developing. And how do you maintain to like certain weight? It's like a very tricky and sensitive subject to talk about, especially when you were like, you know, close to like 18, 19, you're developing, you suddenly have breasts. Right. So it's, you know, it's a very sensitive subject. And so like, I, I'm so glad and fortunate that I could create this sisterhood and that we can all get together and help Beautiful. these young girls. Can I go? Yes. <laughs> you need me 40 somethings there? That. <laughs> I would love for you to be there. <laughs> it's an interesting story too, about how you came up with the name. Cause it's kind of piggyback off of what you just said unlikely yeah yeah so the camp's name uh, model camp name uh, is unlikely model camp i love it yeah oh my God. so it's to encouraging girl and and if you are unlikely if you think you're ugly if you think you're not fit to be a model but the camp is unlikely so you have a chance oh. to come and be part of it so and it's kind of like everyone has their imperfections right mm-hmm. so right. like the unlikely imperfections are like things you have to just take note of and just empower yourself through you know so yes mm-hmm. there's so it's much beauty in everyone yeah you just gotta be confident with it you know right and accept it right 
And like in my case about beauty, I discovered, not even discovered, like first time ever I heard someone calling me beautiful was when I started modeling. When I first time came to New York at 16, like my family, they're loving people, but not very vocal. Mm. And I didn't even like it came to me as a shock that someone told me that I'm beautiful. I was never used to that word. That's why you have a kind heart, you see, because if you grow up and that's why you're intelligent. Okay. Because, and the same with Brian, because I know about Brian that you have had a very difficult life, which we're not probably going to talk about, but I know you've had a shit life. You've had a really hard life and you've busted your fucking ass to get through this life. And you're very successful at this point. Um, but what happens is we, grow a personality, we grow intelligent, we grow intelligence and and we sort of have to evolve because we are fighting. We are fighters, right? And and if you're saying your parents didn't tell you such things or whatever, but it's like um, you have to develop as a human, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're not being, have smoke blown up your ass all the time saying how good looking you are. So then you have to develop as a human. You see, so that's why you two are so awesome because you both had to develop as humans because you weren't sort of relying on compliments your whole life or people telling you that you were good looking. You had a whole lot more shit to deal with. Well, life's tough, you know, regardless of anyone's circumstances. And I think an important thing to take note of is like you can never really play the victim in life because like life's going to push you around. Mm -hmm. And I think you told me one thing that was it stuck with me and always resonated with me. It's like. Doesn't matter what people say or do, but it matters how you react. So mm-hmm. how you react to certain, you know, circumstances or things that happen to you are so important. So to take control of that as a person and know that you're going to be in situations as you go through life that, you know, aren't ideal and put you in an uncomfortable place. But it's really important to take note of yourself um, and just make sure you, you know, control how you react in those situations because those always have a very big impact on. What comes next? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it's so true. And it's like releasing the need for acceptance or the need or worrying about what other people think of you. I mean, it's really hard these days now because everyone's comparing themselves to everything. You know, we live in like just this information overload of Instagram, all social media, whatever's going on. Everyone's sitting there judging each other, you know. So more than ever, I think um, <laughs> people are going to be feeling a little bit of, you know, more insecure and, you know, all the pressure with everyone else and how, what they're going to think of them and all this kind of stuff. So it's probably going to just cause a lot of like unnecessary anxiety and all that, you know, it's, it'd be amazing to see if everyone just put social media away for like a day and how they would like act like they would, everyone would freak out. That'd be so awesome. I you know. notice my eyes get out big. I'm like, wait, that would be crazy. Yeah. It would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I think you're pretty low key on social media, aren't you? Pretty low key, yeah. What do you? What do you? You you don't even kind of go on there. And, I mean, I, I mean, Vinta <laughs> and I are like every day talking and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always shooting DMs. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> but I never see you. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be posting stuff, but it's not like every single day mm-hmm. and then i would give him pictures so i'd be like brian oh my god this is such a good picture you gotta post it he just never does it i don't know <laughs> i post little snippets here and there 
as we're, you know, a lot of time, my life's not that like entertaining. I'm just like behind a computer working a lot. So it's like when we're traveling and doing things, I kind of like to share the stories and stuff. But like, if I was just posting things all the time of me doing this and that, it would just be a facade because 90% of the time I'm just working, you know, and it's not that, it's not, it's not that, it's not that pretty, nothing really to show. Uh, I think other things like you're a pretty private person. Yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I, I share information with people I trust and stuff like that, but it's, I don't really have to, I guess, have acceptance and have people on social media tell me like, hey, you know, that's great and all that kind of stuff. I kind of like to just kind of roll with the flow, you know, but n- nothing against anybody else that's, you know, posting all the time, all that kind of stuff. I mean, um, I think it's important for everybody to be building up their personal brand and, you know, to, uh, express himself and you know more power to him so it just me as personally how I kind of go about it yeah I, I part of me just fucking hates it because I'm you know the older generation it's like I'm not used to this stuff at all but for my brand which I hate that na- that word even but I'm forced to do it I have to do it you know well, it's a very important tool to build it's your brand very important you know because we're we all we're Everybody with the name is a brand, right? Mm-hmm. Aside from like it being a product-based brand and stuff like that, we're all brands. So more than ever, I think it's important for you to be telling your story. Um, and what are you up to these days? Like, what are you working on? Well, got a, got a few things we're working on. I bet <laughs> you always do. So, I mean, you know about my skincare line we launched a few years ago. Yes, that's been doing really well. What we're, is it called again? Nightco. Nice. So we're all sold out. So we're doing a that's whole, amazing. Yeah, it's good. And then we're doing a whole packaging refresh. Some of our things that we're working on is to be more sustainable. Right Wonderful. now we're using right now we're using a lot of plastic. So we went through a whole process that took about God, over a year of just sampling and figuring out how we can make the packaging more sustainable. You know, testing out using recyclable plastic. Wonderful. So, but now we ended up with our 2.0 version of what we started with, which I'm really excited about. So we're just wrapping up the last touches to it, and we're going to take it to market Q1 of 2020. So, I uh, you know, we're I always want to like move as quickly as possible, but there's always things that take time when it comes to product development and branding. So many small details are so going back and forth with the vendors and takes forever. So right. uh, got to be right, you know, so right. that's been going on. And then, uh, you know, my background in apparel, mostly in fashion. Mm-hmm. So I uh, consult for a few different fashion brands as well. One of them being Melbourne, which is uh, a, basically a men's brand that's golf inspired. So it's like kind of like cool menswear for golfers, which is not, not too much of it in the marketplace right now. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, so I'm involved with that brand. Then I have total like about six different brands I'm working with right now. Amazing. So we work with them mostly on overall brand strategy how to build up their operations as well as their direct-to-consumer strategy. So I work with a lot of designers and creatives and helping them just amplify their story and help them, you know, take their product online and just scale it up. What would you say to a kid who is basically struggling and sees no out? And what? how would you... What advice would you give to them to sort of make it to where you are today? Because I know you you had a hard time. I mean, I know you don't even like to ever even go there with your mind, but or or your you don't even ever admit to that because you're so strong. But I see it as you are a, a warrior. So how how would you give advice to someone who to become a warrior? Really, is what I'm trying to say. 
Well, there's, you know, through life, you have to be a warrior because like you struggle through everything, you know, like people who want to go out and start a business. I mean, they should understand like the struggle is going to get a lot more realer. I think for everybody, you always constantly have to work on yourself. And it's really, really important to be confident with yourself and accept when you make like bad decisions and learn from them. Obviously, it's very important to learn from them, but you have to go along with the journey, you know, if it, but everyone's circumstances is different, you know, so their struggle could be more personal. They could have lost a family member recently and, you know, they just need time to reflect on that or it could just be really bad decision that made them their business, you know? So it's really hard to say kind of like exact advice to, you know, saying that's whatever they're struggling with. But I think most important, it's just, you know, to not judge yourself too much and just be present and understand that if you work on yourself and just keep on pushing forward, there is light to not, you know, get in your head too much and just overanalyze what's going on too much and just try to push forward. And I think, you know, everybody has to work on being happy. You know, like it's, there's so much, so many things happening all the time and so many things that will take us down. And it's like, you just have to constantly reinforce and remind yourself that, you know, you got to be grateful for, you know, where you're at and that it can get better, you know? And it's just, as soon as you go down that path of, of like just being negative with yourself and depressed. I mean, that's a, it's a dark tunnel to go down and it's very yeah. hard to come back out of it, you know? So, um, you know, when you're struggling and stuff, it's just, it's important to work on yourself. Every single like business too, most people will always kind of say now, like the number one thing that, um, you know, is driving them forward is their mindset, you know? So it's like, if you don't have a good mindset, don't go into business because it's going to push you around and, and you know, it can be fun and you could, you could, you can enjoy it or you could just go down that, you know, a negative path and, and, and fail and stuff. So it's like, if you don't have the mindset in place in order to keep on pushing forward and uh, it's, it's going to be hard. So I think, you know, just to answer your question, it's just, you know, when you're struggling, it just takes some time to work on yourself. Right. Yeah. I agree. I, I have, I mean, I have so few male clients who are straight. I have tons of women and, and gay guys, right? And then uh, when I have a straight man, I feel it takes a lot of strength and courage and uh, inner wisdom for a straight man to come to me. Remember when I walked in, you're like, you're straight. And you're like, you're like, oh, nothing wrong with that. It's just that it's very rare. Yeah. You know, it's I very think, rare. Um, it takes inner strength because I, because men, sadly, society society says you can't look within because you're mm -hmm. a man. You have to just they be, have to be strong and be with yeah. You know. Yeah. You know it's funny because some of my closest friends who've never ever like invested in themselves to do any sort of like self development work, where like you know go talk to someone like you or maybe work with a life coach or just even go see someone who's like a counselor or whatever. They're the ones that need the most work. Oh, yeah. Because they go on through life thinking like, oh, everything's, you know, great. And I don't need to talk to anybody and stuff, you know, but it's interesting. And then you just kind of watch from the sidelines. You give them advice and you kind of you can, you can only tell them so much because they're only going to accept information from, you know, other people to a certain point. But there's so many of my close friends and people I know that um, need help the most don't go out and make an effort to get How it. How did you find Heather? Good question. Good question. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, how did you find me? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hard one. <laughs> so I was having dinner with a friend and they know a lot. They knew a lot about me and my story and, you know, some things that have happened in my life and um, 
they were just like, man, you've been through so much. And, um, you know, I have a friend that's been through something similar to you. And that was, I think part of that was the connection between me and her friend was, you know, losing family members. And, um, she's like, she saw this, she saw this, um, the psychic, this lady. And apparently it was just like an amazing session. She like recorded the whole thing. I even listened to it with her and it was just like crazy, all the things that she knew and how she was able to just like, um, you know, talk with her. And I think it would be great if like, you did that. Cause it sounds like something that I think that you could, you know, benefit from. And I was like, okay, like, I'll, I'll take your information. And then like, she'd like email me a link to your website. And I'm like looking at your website, looking at all the stuff. I'm in my head, I'm analyzing it. And there was fear to go do it. It was definitely like, I don't know if I'm going to do it, you know, but I was like, I was, I wanted to do it, you know? So then I was like, all right, I'm going to like hit her up. So I texted you, you texted me back a little while later. I set up the appointment and then I, I remember pulling up to, uh, your house for the first session and just like contemplating in my head if I really actually even wanted to go in I was like Should wow. I, you know so I was like I was like hmm you know this is because this is like you're you know you you have a lot of powers you know like you know and like stuff that like you're able to kind of you know do something that's hard to even describe right you know we'd have to almost go through like different scenarios you know to like you know, have people actually understand how unique this is but I sat there and I was like, do I want to do this? And I was like, I'm here. I'm going to go do it. And I went in and I, I went in. I, I think my heart was beating a little bit. I know you asked me one question, but we're kind of going through like me, how I found her. And then even in that first section, because it was interesting when I walked in, I was a little bit nervous. My heart's racing a little bit, but you're very welcoming. And the energy was really good right off the bat. So we sat down and, you know, we did our thing and it was just an amazing experience. And I think since then, I think I've referred quite a few people. Yes, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. So I only, you, I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. but you are my toughest, uh, critic, not critic, but you're, you test me a lot. Yeah. You test my example. shit. I don't remember, but you will always test me. You'll go, you sent me your, your, your sister and you didn't tell me it was your sister. I can't do that. Stuff like that. Like you fuck with me all the time. Same with me. He didn't tell yes. anything about me. Yes. He always tests me. <laughs> and and it's like, um, I'm, I, I think I pass every time. <laughs> I don't know. You pass. Everyone leaves like always like with really good feedback. Yet to have one person see you and have like a bad experience. Even though I no, tell them, impossible. even though I tell them that, you know, what you're going to tell them might not, might not be what they want to hear. No, that's, I don't. That, I that's don't important say to set those expectations that, yeah. because sometimes people want to come in and think that they're going to have a fairy tale told. I don't do and that, that. Yeah, you don't do fairy tales, which is good. You tell them, mm -hmm. you know, you're straight with them. I had an actress come in once and she said, you know, I, I think I'm going to win an Oscar and all this stuff. And I said, you need to go into real estate. And she said, my parents told me all my life I was going to be a princess and all this. And I'm like, you got to you're going to you need to go into real estate. you got to get out of acting. And she's just bawling her eyes out and ran out of my office. And I'm like, I. I'm telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. Well, it's hard, I think, for someone to accept that because she's probably really passionate about acting and that's her dream to do it. But probably we're just able to tap I'm into seeing, something. I was seeing the houses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. did, did, did she get into real estate? <laughs> I don't know. She was she very upset. Come back, yeah. Very upset. No Oscars? No Oscars. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. So, you guys, I, I predict... What's that? 
Oh, okay. Oh, it's time for voodoo that you do. Okay, Ooh. so this is um, the segment that I uh, created with my awesome producer Ariel, and what we do is the voodoo that you do. So engaged. When's the wedding? Uh, we're not sure yet. We kind of we kind of set the date, twelfth of September next year, but we're not. A few tentative dates. You know. Okay, because I feel winter. I feel like winter. You wedding. said the same thing on our. Yes, yes. I feel well, like, like winter, like winter now, like winter soon, or like winter next. Okay. I feel winter now. Mm-hmm. I well, mean, we could talk about it, but like I have mm-hmm. this prediction. I think I gave you that prediction. Mm-hmm. I yes, feel winter did. now. Yeah, which is what what is coming to me strongly when you guys were coming here was mm-hmm. New Year's, New Year's, New Year's, New Year's. Like mm. something significant is happening for you on mm. New Year's Eve. So I don't know, but Bryant might know. I don't know, but I'm not going to say too much, but I felt this significant date, right? It's possible. There's been a lot of changes this week as of even just today, right? With our plans and stuff. So anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Because I see winter, I see the turn of the year and I see it very cold. So I don't know if you guys are going to be in a different location, but um, Mm. Uh, that's what I see. That's what your psychic sees. But yeah, we're going to, I'm going to not put Bryant on the spot here. So Buddha that you, <laughs> we want to manifest something, right? Okay. So do you guys have anything you want to manifest in your lives? And I'll give you a little voodoo to do so. You start. You, you want me to start? Yeah. Hmm. So many things I want to manifest in my life. Are there? You know, it's like, there's always... So there's always all these things that you want to happen, right? Right. You know? What's the immediate? Maybe something small we can do. Mm. Or something massive. You have to come come up with one thing together or each? Oh, together is good. We together is good. We can do okay. a combined. That's cute. Um, can we manifest our wedding day? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love this. Is that what you want to do? I mean, I would really like to manifest a plan for the wedding. I, I already see the whole damn thing. You, guys. you know, like, really? like that's been something that's been like, we've been on the go lately and it's been like a, a lot of traveling and stuff. And we really haven't ha- gotten a chance to like take some time to actually go like figure it out. Like, oh, we want to, you know, go to this location see if this is a good fit. See if we're catching a vibe, all that kind of stuff. So we need to do that. And I know we just kind of pivot out of that. Into, oh, you can't wait to marry me. I, I just that. can't wait. I just I can't wait. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, okay, well, let's do that then. So, okay. I think you guys should do an intention candle. Okay. So I'm going to give you a white candle. This is a Mexican candle. You get those at 99 cent store, where Ralph's, wherever. This is cheap, long mm-hmm. sort of candle. I want you to set your intentions. So what do you want for the wedding? You want it to be a perfect day. You want all your dreams to come true. You want to have the perfect guests. You want, what, what do you want for your wedding? I want you to put down 20 things you want for your wedding, 20 wishes for your wedding. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they can even be material. Maybe you want a Dyson vacuum. <laughs> and yeah. then you put these wishes on this piece of paper. You put it under the candle. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if it, it, it putting the intention in the candle, I want you to poke some holes in the top. I'm going to give you some oils for wealth, for love, for luck, for all of these things. And you put the oils, the essential oils in the candle, and then you burn it down. 
and all your wishes will come true. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Wow. So we're going to do that. I'm okay. going to give you we're all the supplies. And you can even put mm-hmm. a little wedding ring in there. Mm-hmm. And I also have little little wedding couples and things like this. You Because you would not believe how many women come to me wanting to get married. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like probably the biggest question for a woman. When am I getting married? Yes, yes. So um, anything else you guys want to ask me before we head out? Yes. Or just say, or what are you up to, my love? What are you doing? Um, I have my own modeling agency. Yes, it's so, fucking fabulous, actually. Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, I have around 15 girls and then one... What's it called? Asset Model Management. Okay, so let's let's get your your handles, you guys. Where can we find you guys? Instagram. You mean my own? Yeah. What's your handle? Uh, Ginta Lapina. G I N T A L A P I N A. And Brian. Yeah, the best way to find us on Instagram. Mind my handles. T H E B K N I G H T, and that's the B Night. The B Night. And your product line again? Nightco. Nightco. You can find that Instagram at. K-N-I-G-H-T dot C-O and the website's the exact same as well. Nice. Thanks for coming, you guys. Thank you so Thanks for much having us. Now, rate, review, and subscribe if you liked this episode. It was so much fun having you guys and we'll see you next time. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.